Welcome to Lost in Translations. I'm your host Michael and I'm joined once again with Mary and we are talking about Before the Coffee Gets Cold and Before the Coffee Gets Cold Tales from the Cafe as well as the film adaptation Cafe Funicular Funicular and this was written by Toshikawu Gucci and translated by Jeffrey Truslow. Welcome back to Lost in Translations. I'm here again with Mary, and we are talking about Before the Coffee Gets Cold by Toshikazu Kawaguchi, translated by Jeffrey Trusolo. Do you want to explain this book? You picked it. Yeah, <laughs> I picked it. It is a book. It mm-hmm. was originally a play that Toshikazu Kawaguchi wrote. Yes. And then developed into a novel or two. Or three. Is there a third one? Probably. I feel like there'll be a third one because <laughs> trilogies. <laughs> and so the basic concept is there's a coffee shop. And in this coffee shop, you have the opportunity to go back in time. Mm-hmm. Following a set of rules. And you have that moment in time until the coffee gets cold. And then you have to finish the coffee to return back to your future. Yeah. Hmm. And or your past, depending which direction you went. Yeah. And if you don't know the rules, they'll tell you 5,000 times. Yeah, they do repeat the rules a lot. The book was so repetitive. I got so frustrated. I found it rhythmical. (laughs) Okay. I didn't enjoy this as much as you did. No, I quite liked it. I Mm. loved the first book. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it made you cry. Yeah. So, it's like pretty much a series of short stories set in the cafe. And everybody has a different reason for wanting to travel in time. Yes. And the last story in the first book just ripped me apart. I was, like, sitting outside a bookshop bawling. (laughs) And you told me that there was a second book out, and I ran into the bookshop and found it and bought it. And I finished it last night. Yes. Hmm. I did not have that kind of reaction. I don't know how you can read that last story and (laughs) not have that reaction. It's heartless. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> no, I just was too frustrated with the writing, I think. Yeah. For me, there was just so much repetitiveness that really took me out of the story to mm. really enjoy it fully. And then there was moments where he turned into Wikipedia articles mm. and tried to explain concepts. I didn't notice it when I read the first one. <laughs> I did notice it in the second one, but only I think because you had pointed it out. Yeah. And then you notice, oh, here he goes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, here's a little bit about how langu- like Samoan and Japanese language are similar. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think I didn't notice it in the first one because I was learning things I didn't know about. <laughs> yeah, it was just, for me, it felt like a very abrupt switch in his style. It's like he was... Very light, and the way he wrote his books was just plodding along, and then he just went into this immense detail that didn't need to be there. Like I think the first time I realised it was when he was talking about Alzheimer's, and 
he went into a lot of detail about it. Mm. Like, it just felt like it changed style. Okay. I didn't notice it the first time, so I guess I just was enjoying the style, even when it changed. Yeah. And I think that it does switch because, you know, often they'll be like, oh, this person's coming to the cafe to go back or forward. And then it'll explain why, like, there'll be a backstory about how they came to this position where they want to travel through time for a brief moment. Because it's not a a large amount of time. It's the time of a coffee. Yeah. It depends. My dad takes all day to drink coffee. But is it cold at the end? Yeah. yeah it so is very cold. He's going to be trapped as a ghost. <laughs> True. Do you want to explain the rules? Do I remember all the rules? There's five <laughs> rules. Yeah. You can't leave the seat. You can't leave the seat. But in the movie, they did. Yeah. We'll talk about the movie later. Okay. <laughs> can't. You have to stay in the seat. Now, to get in, somebody else is in the seat... A ghost is in the seat. Which is a person that never... That that went back and didn't finish their coffee in time. And now they're trapped in the seat. And once a day, the ghost gets up to go to the bathroom. I don't know why. The ghost needs to go to a bathroom. Drinking a lot of coffee. I think if they were drinking that much coffee, they'd be going more frequently. Well, there is a bit where they try to hurry her out of the seat by just pouring her drinks. Yeah. And then she goes, oh, I've got to go. <laughs> so then they can use the seat. Is that a rule or is that just the thing that happens? That's just the thing that anyway, happens. So you have to wait for the seat to be vacant. Yes. And then you, once you go back in time, you have to stay in the seat. You have un, you have to finish the coffee yeah. before the coffee gets cold. Yes. And if you don't finish the coffee, you stay as a ghost. Yes. You're not allowed to tell them about the future. I think you can tell them about the future, but it doesn't change the future. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Nothing you can do while you're back in time will change what happens. Yes. Is that all the rules? Was that five? I don't remember. I lost count. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... And I think it's interesting to explore what would make someone go back for that amount of time. What is it? Five, ten minutes? Yeah. I don't drink coffee. And you have I to don't know. pick a time where they're actually going to be yeah, in the Yeah, oh, that's, that was the other rule. They have to have been in that cafe at some point. Because you, you can't leave a seat, yeah. Yeah. So that person has had to have been in the cafe at the yeah. time that you visit. So you can run into them. Yeah, so you have to choose your time carefully. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you just love time traveling books, don't I you? I like the concept of time travel. Yeah. But I think this is a really different take. Yeah, like this very... isn't slipping through the stones and falling in love with a Scottish Highlander. Oh. Like this, this is less I've... abusive. Yeah, but you've only got five minutes. <laughs> you barely have time to abuse someone. Yes. Yeah, and you're not like I mean I don't know like we know that if you don't finish your coffee, you become a ghost in Ooh. the present time. Yeah. But are you like is your brain still? In the original time? Like, I don't know what happens to your brain. They don't explain that. No, I think your brain's still in the, back in the time. So you still get to hang out with the person you tried to visit? Because that know. sounds ideal. Possibly. Or you're just hanging out in the cafe and never already left the cafe. <laughs> True. I don't remember. Can they, they can't move from the chair when if they're you, back if in If you time. move from the chair, you go back to the, your present time. Yeah, so you've been stuck in that spot. Hmm. 
That's why they're ghosts, because they're just mm. stuck in that spot. But they can go to the bathroom. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. They don't explain this whole ghost thing. No. They've got very concise rules, but then they've got holes in their rules that yeah. they don't explain. Yeah, but I think there will always be holes in a time travel story. Yes. Yeah, because that's, because you that's don't just know. the nature of time travel. Yeah, true. <laughs> because I also don't understand how you don't... How is it possible to interact with somebody and not change the future? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I... I don't know. From my point of view, our futures are constantly changing from every interaction. Yes. That it will slightly change the path we're on. And then so if someone shows up at the cafe and they're like, oh, you're going to be murdered today. Mm-hmm. I feel like and it, I might try it, to avoid being murdered. You might go a different way home or not go home. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but then, like, can you... Not escape your future. Mm, I don't know. I feel like, like my idea would be if you avoid that situation to avoid it, mm. it's going to be another yeah situation. Someone else will murder you. Yeah, or something else will happen to cause the same effect. But that has changed the future because yes, it's a different true. it's a different murder. Mm. And then that you've changed different. the murderer's life. True. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, no, nobody went and told anybody they were going to get murdered. In this book. In any book. Okay. <laughs> but that one guy did... I don't know if he's told specifically. He warned someone. In the second book. No. He didn't warn them? No. That seems like a shitty, shitty he just thing to do. He let her le- like, left, leave the coffee shop to like, be murdered. Have fun. See you later. You're going to die. Well... <laughs> um, there was one when um, the guy went back to, like, his friend and his wife died, like the friend's wife, and he ended up raising their child. And the child was getting, like, the child didn't know any other father, but she was a baby when her parents died. Yeah. And he never told the child that he wasn't the real father, but he, she was getting married. And he's like, I have to tell her. I don't know why, but he decided he had to tell her and that would end their relationship, that she would never forgive him for lying about who her real father was. Okay. So he came up with this plan to go back in time to get a video recording of the real dad so she could he could gift that to her as her wedding present. Uh-huh. And the guy was like, well, when he goes back, he's like, well, what's, what? why do you need a video recording of me? He's like, no, you're fine, you're fine. We just thought it would be interesting. Like, you told me I should come do it. Like... I'm dead, aren't I? <laughs> He's like, yeah. That seems weird. Like, all I'm imagining is I, on a wedding day, he gives her, like, a VHS. It's like, how am I going to play this? No, it was a phone recording. <laughs> because they had phones back then? He took his phone back with him. Okay. I didn't realise you could take No, you can phone. take your... You Here's can... my iPhone. This is amazing yeah, technology. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh- <laughs> But yeah, you can take your technology back. You can take photos. This seems like another hole in this plot. I didn't read the second book, but that seems like a weird loophole. Yeah. Can you take your phone back and go, here you go, invent the iPhone, here's a prototype. Yeah, but he's going (laughs) to die, so he doesn't have time. True. I don't know. I guess you could do that. It just seems... 
like a weird thing. You can go back to your earlier self. You can't visit yourself. Can't visit yourself? No. Could you visit your earlier wife or something and go here, give us to your husband Yeah. to invent? But if I brought you an iPhone yeah. from the future and went, here you go, would you know what to do with it? Well, I'm not that smart. No, I need to get a smarter husband to yeah. make this work. Yeah, true. And also, it'd be, oh, no reception. That's right. <laughs> I don't have 5G in the past. Yeah. <laughs> What's this actually doing? <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, Wi-Fi what, what is, and 5G what, what don't is 5G? exist. <laughs> yeah. What is Wi-Fi? Yeah. What is USB-C? <laughs> yeah. That's a lightning cable. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. It seems to be, where do I plug in my headphones? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So you would go back in time to try and get rich? Why not? Why else would you go back in time? I don't know, just see somebody? True, but you're alive now. so I'm alive, but <laughs> I could die. Yeah, well then, I'd think about that when you're dead. Oh, the other rule was you could only do it time travel once. Once, yeah. Mm. Was that five? I don't know. Oh, who knows? <laughs> I don't know where the rules start and begin. Yeah, so there's four different short stories in the first book. How many were in the second? I think it's four. Four again, yeah. Five. I feel like it was a similar amount. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the first book had a time, time travel to the future. So did this one. Okay. I did not bother reading the second. No. Um, the guy, um, the future traveling story in the second book was a guy, he had been diagnosed with a terminal illness. Yeah. He was engaged and he uh, wanted to give his future, his future, the future fiance permission to be happy. Okay. Because he didn't think she would be if he had died. Okay, so, so he, he, he tells controls her life that much. <laughs> when they first met, she had a miscarriage. Okay. Not because they met. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> she had a miscarriage that he, they met. I think they already knew each other, but they had a conversation for the first time, like a real conversation, mm-hmm. and she had felt guilty about she thought she was responsible for the miscarriage and he had somehow talked her around and he said, she's going to have that same feeling when I die. Like she mm. won't have permission to be happy until someone gives it to her. So it was based on, like, it wasn't like she needs my permission. <laughs> it's just based on his experience of knowing her. Yeah. Um, so he organises with her f- friend and his colleague He's like, okay, this is the day I'm going, mm-hmm. and if she is unmarried, then tell her to come see me. And if I'm still alive, don't tell her to come see me. <laughs> like, if I somehow survive this. Yeah. How and far in the future? I think it's three years. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And um, so the friend, the, the friend is the woman from the first story in the first book. The one from the future. No, the one who went back to get her boyfriend. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So she's now married to him. I think the book is seven years later. Okay. So he's done his three years in America. He's come back. They're now married. They've been married for a year, I think. And 
she says to her, like, it's coming up to the date that he's meant to return. And he's like, she says to her husband, what do I, like, what do I, like, do I tell her that her ex-fiance is going to be waiting for her? Like, mm-hmm. if she, like, isn't that going to make it worse for her? Could be, yeah. Yeah, so he's, she's like, maybe I won't tell him. He said she was a systems designer or something. And her husband says he, he trusts you because he knows you're a good system designer. So you need to follow the criteria. If she is unmarried, you tell her. And if she is, don't tell her. So anyway, she does tell her the week before and she does show up. And she says, oh, I am married. And he's like, oh, that's really nice. Well done. But he knows that she wouldn't be there. Unless. Yeah, yeah. she wouldn't have been told. Uh. Yeah. But then she does leave and she says, I need to, I need to. Make ch- I need to make I need to make choices that make me happy and not live in this sadness because that's not what he wants for me. It was nice. You're definitely talking me into not reading this book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't have any interest in it. I th- I thought it was nice. It sounds so tacky. Yeah. But the first book was that too. <laughs> I think it's nice to read a tacky book sometimes. Yeah, it's just not my style of book. I mean, some people like a light-hearted, time-travelling... Yeah. yeah. I think I liked feel it... Feel good, make you cry. Yeah, I book. think that I liked it because it was... <laughs> it wasn't too strenuous. It was easy to read. Holiday read. It's been, like, a tough year. Yeah, true. And... It's been six And it's day, just nice. Days. It's nice. It was <laughs> nice to read these stories where people get to go back and see the, someone they've lost. And make peace or... Plan a future or get their boyfriend back. Or this talk to their sister. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I would do that. Yeah. We also watched the film. Yes. What was that called? Fruity Funicular. Funicular, Funicular. Yeah. Which is the name of the cafe. And it's named after a song? It is. Yeah, they mention it in the book. Yeah. That this cafe is named after a song. Okay. A very popular song. A popular song. Yeah, I don't know it. You're not Japanese. How many Japanese songs do you know? Apart from maybe Baby Metal. I don't know. I wouldn't know Baby Metal. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I accidentally listened to some Baby Metal <laughs> yesterday. Why? They were doing a duet with Bring Me the Horizon? Why were you listening to Bring Me the Horizon? <laughs> I don't think that's your type of music either. Because I was listening to the Triple J... Hottest 100. Hottest 100. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, this is an interesting combination. I need and to I hear like, this song. <laughs> I, I hope I haven't misnamed the band. <laughs> I think it was... Maybe... I don't know. But it was something similar to Bring Me the Horizon. Okay. Do we have to Google this right now? We don't have to do it right now. Unless I feel you like I do need Recommend to it. You recommend Bring Me the Horizon of Baby Metal? I'm not going to recommend it. If you want to recommend it, you can look it up. I haven't seen it. Or listened to it. I haven't seen it either. I just heard it. But the Baby Metal bits are good. Bring Me the Horizon featuring Baby Metal song is called Kingslayer. Yeah. There you go. Hmm. What a weird You didn't expect that, did you? 
I did not. Did you doubt me when I mentioned it? No, I know. Baby, like, Mary has like, lost her mind. <laughs> Baby Metal has done some weird collaborations. Mm. I just didn't expect Bring Me the Horizon to be one of their collaborations. Mm. Yeah. Or them be having Baby Metal featuring one of their songs. Yeah. Is Bring Me the Horizon Australian? I believe so. I thought they were Australian, which makes it weirder. Like, <laughs> how does Baby Metal know that they exist? They're a pretty huge band. Yeah, but is Bring Me the Horizon? Oh. That's what I meant. Bring oh. Me the Horizon are. <laughs> okay. They're, they're just not. No, Bring Me Horizon are an English band. Oh, okay. What's the Australian one? Parkway Drive. Okay. I, I think, think I've seen them live. Yes. Mm. Not your style of music. No. Remember we just used to see every band? Every band. Whether we liked it or not. Yeah. Well, we well, wanted to support artists coming to here. They didn't work well. They don't come here anymore. <laughs> no, they do. You're just not paying attention anymore. Yeah, I got old. Bands are still coming here. Yeah. And you've never heard of them. <laughs> I've never heard of a lot of bands I've seen. Yes. <laughs> I I stopped listening to music after 2010. Yeah. Well, I haven't stopped listening to music. I have yeah. stopped listening to new, new music. music. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, the movie, I didn't enjoy. No? No. But it was pretty much the book, or snippets of a book. It was some parts of the book, some of the stories they had changed. Yeah, they swapped genders. Yeah, and I didn't like it. No, that was weird. I thought the story was fine the way it was. Why did they swap the genders around? They needed a man to die. He didn't die. (laughs) True. It was the woman who got sick in the in the movie. Yeah, the man was sick in the story. Yeah, I know. It's and then they added that weird bit where the there's a whole story with the waitress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in the second book you find out that the ghost is the waitress's mother, mm-hmm. which is revealed in the movie. Yes, but in the movie there's this other whole plot where the her future baby <laughs> travels back in time to, to pour the tea so that the waitress can go back in time to find her mother. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't like the time travel sequence in the movie either. No, it was the like weird, that weird underwater. Yeah. Mm, I didn't like that either. It's like a strange effect. Yeah, I think I just had something pictured in my head, which I can't verbalise. Yeah, I don't know. They and just that, appeared in that time. They like vaporise. In the second book, they describe a lot how their hands were like would go shaky, and they'd be like, "Oh, the room's shaking." Oh no, it's me shaking. Yeah. And then they would solidify again, and they'd look around and be like, "Have I have I moved?" Because the room always looks the same. Yeah. Instead of like I'm drowning in water, and then yeah. suddenly and then it's I'm in, dry yeah. and <laughs> here again. Yeah. I don't know how else you would. Make that a visual. You make you make them shake. Yeah, I guess. I guess you I could just vaporize them. I've never made a film, so no, don't that's right. Ask me. I've never written a book either, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I just yeah, I just think I liked visualizing the things in my imagination rather than seeing them on the screen. What they need to do is go to a stone edge mm. head. Then magically turn up in a different time. Hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I like. I think. I just like the idea of why. Why would you travel back for five minutes? And I like those stories. And they were do- all different stories. Yeah. They weren't the s- same story. They all had a different reason. Yeah. And I liked it. I thought it was hopeful. Hmm. I don't read books for hope. <laughs> it was an. Sometimes I get too hopeless. It was definitely a different experience. Hmm. I just. I do see, like, a lot of people in your circle that I have, have a read circle? it. Yeah, on Twitter and social media. What, the Invisible City Circle? I haven't seen it mentioned in there. Okay, I think I have. But the... I don't know who what their names are, but I did see people reply when you started reading it. And they were like, that's a bad book, why are you reading it? Yes. Hmm. I, I thought it was nice. <laughs> and I think there's a place for niceness. Hmm. Yeah. Well... They probably realise this is definitely not a Michael book. Why are you reading this? Yeah. But they didn't like it either. Yeah. Hmm. They're grumpy old men too. Okay. I think it's okay for grumpy old men to read nice books. Mm, Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Like, when I need a nice light read, I read crime Yep. So someone's always dying. Hmm. Well, people died. <laughs> yeah, true. There was the murder, there's the, the car crash. <laughs> it's not like it was uneventful. That's fair. Hmm. But, um, like, even though these dramatic events happen because you're distanced from them because... It's not the main story. Yeah, like the main story is they're travelling in time to resolve the issue. Yeah. So, even though there was somebody was murdered in one of the stories, it didn't feel traumatising. No. Because it's a thing that happened 30 years ago. You don't think the car crash was traumatising? Hmm... Maybe. You did cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but I cried in the last story as well. True. But, I mean, that is traumatising. <laughs> but it's traumatising. I don't think the writing is traumatising. No. It's very surface level. Yeah. But I saw um, Bookworm Man on Instagram was writing stories about Japanese literature and the quietness in the books he had read. Yes. And if it was a feature of Japanese literature or not, because in his head, Japan is busy. A, no- a busy, noisy country. Yeah. Whereas the book, the books he's read have a sense of quietness to them, which mm. I think this book did have. Because it's like always in the cafe. It's got that that sense of a play where, you know, you're limited by the space. Yeah. And so you have stories outside the space, but they're being told from within the space. So it creates that distance from the traumatizing event because it's like being told to you like after 
afterwards or before. Mm-hmm. Mm. My experience of Japanese literature is just because it's a busy place doesn't mean you have people to talk to. There's a lot of loneliness that gets explored in the literature, a lot of feeling like you've got no one to turn to when things are down or things mm. are going bad. No one to seek help from. Mm. So you feel isolated in a crowded city. Hmm. But I, I think this book had a sense of community because, like, the staff knew, supported each other. Yeah. And the clients knew each other. Like, they were friends and their stories interconnected. They were friends because they were all coming waiting for their turn to be... But some people didn't know that it was a thing you could do. Yeah, I know. But I feel like they were always there waiting for an opportunity to mm. sit in the seat and take their chance. That's kind of why they knew each other. Cause... But I don't think they were always waiting. Some people actually went for coffee. True. And some people found out that you could go back in time because they happened to be there for coffee. Ooh. And then some random person would appear in the chair. Do you think it was good coffee? Um, in the second book, they really describe the flavour of the coffee. <laughs> There's like a mocha that comes from... The bean came from Yemen. Okay. Yeah. Apparently it was... I can't remember how they... It, I think they said it was more bitter, which surprised me because I thought mocha was sweeter. Yeah. Well, that's true. And I don't know if mocha is different in Japan than it is here. Because well, they didn't mention chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, okay. They said the bean came from Yemen, from a place called Mocha. From a place called Mocha? In Yemen. Okay. And I'm sure he copied it from Wikipedia. <laughs> Probably. And that it was a... I feel like he said it was a bitter flavour, and a lot. some people didn't like it. But lo- other people loved it. So people, would, people who loved it would go out of their way. Yeah, well, in the first book, there was this great detail about the different ways the different people in the cafe made the coffee mm. and try to explain who makes better coffee based on the way they make it. Mm. Like that's one person uses the old method with the flask. Yeah. And let it drip in. Mm. Someone uses a machine to do it or something, I can't remember. Yeah. Mm. So I was curious. So, do you have to have a certain person? You do have to have a certain... Uh, yeah, to go yeah. back in time, you need someone from that... Fa- a woman from the family... Yeah, to... To create, pour the coffee. To pour the coffee. But does she have to make the coffee? I think so. <laughs> I don't know. And then when you get, what you find out in the second book is if you're pregnant, your unborn baby absorbs your powers and you can't pour the coffee. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, Kaz, like in the second book, Kazu gets pregnant and she, yeah, she can't pour the coffee. Okay. And little Mickey, who's the unborn baby in the first book, yeah, she has to take over. Well, seven. that's a lot of pressure to put on a newborn baby. Well, the baby is seven now. Oh, okay. So the baby didn't have to start pouring when they no. was first I born? Don't, I, I don't know. I think the powers don't kick in until you're seven. Which doesn't make sense because you've absorbed them in, when you're not even born. Yeah. Hmm. It's still child labour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But like the little girl was like super keen to pour to, coffee. She's like, she was like sneaking in trying to pour coffee for people. <laughs> I'll send them back in past. She like went through a weird French phase where she was like calling everyone Monsieur. <laughs> and they're like, you have to speak Japanese if you want to pour the coffee. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so that got her out of that phase because she really wanted to boil the coffee. She was she sounded cute. She was my favourite character. <laughs> yeah. But Japan is one of the cities we're doing one of the countries we're doing for the Invisible Cities Reading Project, so Tell us about that. That's what I was doing. Yeah, I'm interacting with you. <laughs> okay. So, you want to give a monologue, go for it. <laughs> if you want an easy book to read for Japan, maybe this one might be a good one to... Yes. You'll probably fly through it. Yeah, it's very easy. Unless you get distracted by your yeah. phone. Yeah. <laughs> um, have I read anything else from Japan? Have you? I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe you should. Okay, but you were telling us about Invisible Cities. So, Invisible Cities is a reading project that I'm hosting with multiple booktubers and book bloggers, where we are, every month we've got three different countries where people can read books from, and we've got a big Discord server, which has grown a lot, where people discuss the books and recommend literature and talk about what they're reading, but they're also looking at different ways to interact with that country, like watching films from that country, eating food from the country, TV shows, music, whatever they mm. can to interact with that country and just mm. learn a bit more about that culture. Yeah. So in January, we were doing Japan, Morocco, and Argentina. I'm one of the hosts of Argentina. Hmm. Which I've got heaps of books to read from Argentina. Yes. <laughs> Always looking for an excuse to read books from there. Mm. But I think a lot of people are trying to do a book from each country. Mm. So some people are trying to do three different countries a month. Some people are just picking one of the countries. But it's just a good way to expand reading and look at different countries and what they offer mm. in terms of literature. Yeah. At the moment, we're just focusing on South America, Africa, and Asia because they don't get enough attention. Mm. Like North America and Europe get plenty. Yeah. And Australia. Australia? Australia, yeah. Um, we're not translating much. No. I guess not. you could do like Papua New Guinea. Yeah, true. Well, they're focusing on those three continents to begin with. Mm. I don't know if they're ever going to do um, Antarctica. <laughs> I don't know if they're releasing any literature. No, you could start a publishing company in Antarctica. <clears throat> You'd have to move there. Yeah, they're always looking for people to work there. Yeah, in publishing? <laughs> <laughs> you should see. It'd probably be a lot of science publications. Yeah, true. They probably, well, they could be translated. Lots of international people working there. Yeah. Lots of Argentinians. Probably not anything that we want to read. No, I don't think I want to read about the penguins. nature of the continent and what the penguins are doing. That's not the type of literature I read. <laughs> I mean, some people probably find that fascinating. Yeah. 
Hmm. My goal was to read a book from Morocco for yeah. this month, but I had the book from Japan yeah. ready, so I read it. <laughs> you still got time to read a book from Morocco? Yeah. <laughs> I ordered you one for Christmas, but yes. I haven't heard from the bookshop. Ah, that's true. You should check on that. Mm, I should. Because we need more books from Morocco. But you've got others. I you? do. Yeah. There's that, um, what's her name? The woman that wrote Lullaby and Adele. Yeah, Layla Slimani? Something like that. (laughs) Yeah, there's that, I've got to want to read her non-fiction book where she talks to Moroccan women Mm. about sex and lies. She's got a graphic novel as well, I think I read. Oh, does she? I don't know, I could, I just feel like someone was discussing it, but I could be confused. Maybe. Yeah, but in the Discord there's like lots of great conversation and people are like sharing heaps of resources about documentaries from all those countries and films and yeah. recipes. And yeah, so we're making empanadas yeah. tomorrow night for Argentina. Yeah. Which I made while I was in Chile. But it so, looks like the same recipe. So, yeah. so next, when, when we do Chile as a country, we can do it again. We can. Depends how well you I make I mean, things. if they're terrible, we <laughs> won't do it again. Sure. It does involve, you know, folding, which I'm not good at. Ooh. I do have an Argentinian film I want to watch. Yeah, me too. Ooh. I don't know what it is. I've got Zazama. Okay. Because I read the book last well, last last year. Okay. I really enjoyed it. Well, do you want to watch it tomorrow night while we, we eat our empanadas? Do that. Yeah. And I've got a movie I want to watch from Morocco. Awesome. Don't know what. Oh, we were going to make some harissa. I mean, you can't eat harissa on its own. You could try. Hmm. I don't know, just pour it on everything. That's what I do. Okay. <laughs> I love harissa. Okay. I would have we, put it we've in We've got to find ramen. those preserved lemons. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. Yeah. And so people could join the Invisible Cities if they're interested in expanding their reading. Mm-hmm. And this year we're going to probably work on expanding our Patreon yes, as well. for the podcast. Yeah, for the podcast. Try to encourage more support. Mm. Try to encourage more interactions. Yes, and because you are unemployed. At the moment, yes. So it would be good to make some money. <laughs> money is good for buying books. Yeah. And for hosting podcasts. <laughs> yeah, paying the transcribist. True. Hmm. So that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... We're going to start adding some more tiers to that. Yeah, some more perks. Perks, yes. Is that what they call them? I think so. Or okay. I think they call them tiers. And they uh, if just... that doesn't work, you could try OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Where I Read present books. pictures of books. Yeah. Yeah, I think because that's where all people want to see. Yeah. The books. Yeah, that's what people are paying for on OnlyFans. I, I am not bookworm man. Oh. <laughs> We can't get into model for us. Why not? I don't know. I'm sure he might. He's too busy editing his book. Okay. It's going to be published soon. Yeah. It'll be out soon. Yep. I actually want to read that. I can't Me wait. too. Me too. <laughs> uh, yeah, so some of the perks will probably be things like the lens option on Patreon, which mm. is kind of like Snapchat. Chat stories we'll, like, or take a photo of us recording this podcast. Okay, 
which is, would be similar to OnlyFans <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, what else did we have in mind? Book recommendations? There was a few things we had lined up. Essays. Yeah, you're going to write some extra secret essays. Yeah. Mm. You're going to do personalised recommendations for people. If you pay enough, you're going to have dinner at our house. Okay, if you're in town. (laughs) Or we're in your town. Yeah, true. (laughs) (laughs) I am not sitting on a cake, no matter how much. You're not sitting on a cake. I don't know. I feel I'm like sure that's too far. I'm sure there's a price you would pay to sit <laughs> on a cake. No. That's just weird. And that's not the kind of vibe we're going for here on this podcast. Non cake vibe. Non cake vibe. And non OnlyFans vibe. Okay. We're here to talk about books and have fun. You can talk about books while sitting on a cake. <laughs> No. Nobody gets this joke. Why are we continuing it? I don't know. <laughs> it's a secret joke that no one gets. I don't know if the crossover between our podcast and the Neighbours podcast you is know, big. I don't know. I, there's probably a lot of people that watch Neighbours that listen. Maybe. In Australia or maybe UK. Okay. Let us know if you lis- watch Neighbours. And listen to our podcast. Because Barry needs more people to talk about Neighbours too. Yeah. I know that you get upset when the people you follow on Twitter start talking about Neighbours. Yeah, I follow them for the book stuff, but then they're talking about Neighbours. <laughs> it's like, I get enough of that at home. And Americans probably don't even know what Neighbours is. I think a lot of the world doesn't know what Neighbours is. It's not just Americans. Mm, I think everybody knows what it is. All right. Tweet us with what you think Neighbours is. <laughs> okay. Just now, what else? Why are, not? <laughs> what else are you reading in, at the moment in translation? What am I reading in translation? I am reading Dark Constellations by Pluma. What if, like, I'm not prepared. <laughs> oh, I thought this is a normal question that you have. <laughs> okay. Well, I was not prepared. I don't think I'm reading anything else. Am I? Palua Ola Zarak. And that's translated by Ron Kesey. And this is a Argentinian book. She's fascinating. And I wish I was smarter. Okay. Like, she writes the type of books where she, like, blends science and archaeology and anthropology and sociology, all these ideas about the world into her books, and you sit there reading it and going, I wish I was smart to know, understand what she's talking about. Like, mm. you learn stuff, but I feel like there's a lot there that people interested in those topics or people that have studied... Mm. Those sciences would really find fascinating. Mm. Excellent. So, it's a bit about surveillance and human nature. Human nature? No, not the bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> how humans evolve and change mm. and act throughout the time. Yeah. 
Sounds good. Yeah, so that's what I've got currently reading for Invisible Cities for Argentina. Hmm. Uh, there'll probably be more in the future. Yes, yeah. But that's the one I'm currently focusing on. I have been reading Not to Read by Alexandro Zampa. That's also Argentinian? No, he's Chilean. Oh, Chilean. Okay. It's just essays where he like writes about his reading life and mm. the books he's been reading. Yeah. So I've been reading an essay of his every couple of days or so mm. and just sit there wishing I could write like that. Yeah. Keep practising. Yeah, practice is the goal, but, you know, you read books like this and, say, Ex Libris or something, mm. where you see these amazing writers talking about literature, and it's like, I wish I could do that. Yeah. Why can't I do that? I want to be able to do that right now. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it'd be good, eh? Yeah. So they're my current ones, and I don't really plan my yeah. future. I just no. like to read whatever I feel like at the time, which is terrible if you get arcs. Mm, you got a few at the moment. Oh, no. World Editions love to send me books. Yeah, and, and I've we're got grateful. a huge. Po- I, I love it. I love getting those books to read. And I hope to read. Mm. But, but there's a lot of unsolicited ones. It's like, I don't know when I'm going to get time to read them all. Mm. But like all bookworms, we buy books and not read them yeah book collecting and book reading are two different hobbies all right yeah i know i know <laughs> trust me so what are you reading well nothing I f- translated i finished my book last night and i okay. haven't started anything yet oh. oh i'm reading that pink book i don't know what it's called the graphic memoir yes from that woman noelle Stevenson. Stevenson, yes. <laughs> it has a name, but I can't remember it. Yeah. And then I'm going to start... She's the one that wrote Lumber Jades, right? Yep. Okay. And showrunner for She-Ra. Yeah. And I'm going to start Jenna Giammi. You book? were meant for me. No, well, it's not you. You, it's... Were ma- you were made for me. Yeah, that's not you. So no, it came out six months ago. Um... But I haven't had... It only just arrived at the library, so... <laughs> it's not... Trans, it's YA. It's not translated. Australian but, author. Yeah, it's good to support Australian authors. Yeah. Well, she used to be a book blogger. Yeah. That's how I know her. And now she writes books, so yeah. good for her. Yeah. I'm proud of her. She's achieved a lot. Mm, she's done well. Don't you just get jealous of people like that? She's worked hard. <laughs> she has. She deserves if it. If you worked hard, you could achieve things too. But I want to read hard. You want to read hard? <laughs> if you can read hard, that's achieving things. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, like I didn't have time to read books because I was sick. I just read 54 books last year. Yeah. Like, I read nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, 54 was, felt like a slow year for me. Yeah, but like there was a whole month you were like physically incapable of Reading. True, true. And then I had to read crime novels yeah. to try and get back into the habit. Yeah. Did I ever show you my storygraph graph of my reading yes. history? Yeah. <laughs> it looks like I'm plummeting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting worse every year. But it's not a competition. I know, but when you've got a visual representation yeah. of it. But I feel it's... like as long as you're enjoying it, yeah. then you're successful at yeah. it. Yeah. 
Oh, I had that idea of reading that mystery doc by Matthew yes. McIntosh, which is 1,600 pages long. Yes, yeah. But you're reading that right now, too. Yes. It's not translated. No. But it is long. <laughs> and some of the pages are just pictures, so you, sometimes you feel like, I'm just flying through this because that was like five pages of pictures. Mm. But it's still a long book to get yeah. through. That's why I feel like I should be reading Noel Stevenson's book faster. Yeah, because it's a graphic memoir. Yeah, because it's mostly pictures. Yeah. But you know, I only pick it up once a week, so I probably should just pick it up more often. True. Mm. You just have a book for different situations of the week. Yeah. Like the one you read in bed, the one you read instead of working, the yeah. one you read at trivia. Well, like, I stopped reading in bed when we got a new bed. I thought it was TikTok that stopped you. No. <laughs> I just, like, became comfortable existing in my bed. It is a good bed. And not wanting to do anything else except lay there on TikTok. Or TikTok. No, you spend more time on TikTok than I do. I know. I'm trying to find all the good TikToks. <laughs> and then I send them to you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, I mainly find send you the dog ones. Yeah. I'm still trying to work my way through the book top. Yeah. Section. Yeah. Okay. Too much YA for me. Yeah, but that changes when you... Start creating it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I start creating it, I'll find all the people doing That's it right. better than me. Yeah. <laughs> and other people will feel comfortable doing it. Yes. There's a lot of people like TikToks for young people, which was exactly my attitude. That was my attitude for ages, too. Yeah. I, and I was like, no, the young people can have TikTok. They don't need my old person on there. Yeah. I'll see anything good will show up elsewhere. On Twitter, yeah. Yeah, or off Instagram. <clears throat> and then our friend's daughter is like, you got to join TikTok because we had to do a group assignment on TikTok. Yeah. So we joined TikTok to do a lip sync of that scene from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah, that's right. Where they sing... I want it that way. I want it that way, yeah. <laughs> Which and you can find on your TikTok, right? Yeah. Oh no, it's on. It's on her. It's on Kaylee's uh, we, TikTok. We, we won't plug hers. She's a child. <laughs> I mean, she's seventeen. Um, <laughs> but um, and that's how I ended up on TikTok. And then I yeah. actually found really good stuff, like Aboriginal activists and things yeah. like that. Like, oh, it's so good. Not I was too much just... at the moment. Why not? There's so much oh. about the. Just um, don't follow Americans. Yeah, you know, I try not to follow Americans in real life. Yeah. But, yeah, there's just a lot about the Capitol Hill raid at the moment. Yeah. But it's like a lot of the racist issues in Australia... Oh, definitely. ...you know, reflect... Are America. reflecting from racist issues in America. Yeah, true. So there is a flow-on from that. Yeah, but I feel like I've learnt a lot from people on TikTok, and I'm really grateful that I'm there. Yeah. Mm. There's some good stuff. Yeah. And the algorithm starts to get a sense of what you like, yeah. so... Yeah, so the dancing teenagers disappear. I, I don't think I see any. I haven't had one. In, maybe they've all left because too many old yeah, people. Yeah, they all left TikTok. They're all yeah, now on they're Snapchat. Like, oh, it's old people on TikTok now. They're probably all on, There's I like don't know. That thing that went viral on TikTok where the person's like, the older people on TikTok, born in the late 90s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was graduating in the late 90s. <laughs> I went to uni in the late 90s. I went clubbing in the late 90s. Yeah. yeah. Late 90s, good time. Oh, they were good times. Good music. Yeah, it was good music. 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> Have we covered everything? I think we went on a weird rant, but we'll leave that in. Will we? Cool. I don't know. Some people we, we like don't, it. We don't have a special outtake Outtakes. podcast for Patreon yet. Maybe so. we should do that. <laughs> you could put all the nipple chat in. The nipple chat. The nipple... <laughs> I, I think that only happens when you're on. Did you edit it out? Or? No, I left it in. Oh, okay. Because cool. other hosts, when I get them on... Yeah. They, they normally don't, don't talk, talk about, about nipples. nipples. Maybe Derek. Derek but... did talk about nipples. Yeah. But I don't know if it was on the podcast or on the live stream. Yeah, true. In Breast and Eggs? Yeah, Breast and Eggs. Was that Dad book? talking about it? Probably. No, Derek talked about it. I'm, oh, man, I don't remember. Dad probably Men did. are interchangeable, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But, like, it's it's disappointing when I listen to you and Derek on the podcast because you have more chemistry than us. <laughs> And it it's just sad. real love. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> it's because I talk to you more frequently, so... you got nothing to say to me when we've got a microphone on. We don't have that um, catch-up period where we're just like, we haven't talked for ages, yeah. He's, let's catch up. Yeah, because last night you were like, stop talking to me! <laughs> well, I was trying to finish my book. No, but because I kept wanting to talk about my book. Yeah, and you and were like, like we're going to talk, about, talk this about this book. tomorrow night. You've got to save it for the podcast. Yeah, you were giving all your content away for free, <laughs> unrecorded. And I was like, but... I want to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. Did you cover everything you talked about while I was trying to read? I don't remember. I wasn't listening to you back then. Cool. No, <laughs> I think you did cover it. Okay. It's just difficult to finish a book when you're talking. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I wanted you to save the content. Yeah. Well, thank and you for done now. being on the podcast again. We'll have to find another book for you to read. Okay. For next time. Uh, well, well, you probably have a different guest on. Uh, so. Yeah, because one of the Invisible Cities people should come on. Yeah. And talk well, about Morocco or... Argentina. Yeah, or... China, whatever's next. Egypt. Next month is China, Egypt, and I don't remember. Somewhere in South America. Somewhere in South America. Columbia. Columbia. That's right. See, I do remember. (laughs) And I'm doing... What am I doing? I don't remember which one I'm hosting. But it'll be a good book, whatever I pick, hopefully. (laughs) I want to read something from Egypt. Egypt, yes. Hmm. Me too. Okay. I don't, I'm trying to think of books. Have I read anything from Egypt? I have to go I through my spreadsheet. Yeah. I need to take time and fill out some of my reading challenges on Storygraph. Yeah. Because there's a reading challenge called Reading Around the World. Yeah. And it lists like 196 different countries. Mm. And I don't know how many countries there are officially, or, like, because it's got Palestine in there and stuff like that. But what is the official account according to the UN? I don't know. I feel like when I was doing the Around the World Challenge, it was 200 and something. Just Google it. They say 193. Hmm. Oh. That includes the Holy See. What the hell am I going to read from the Holy See? Laudato Sea. Oh, God. It's a good book. I'd rather read Da Vinci Code. 
It's a good <laughs> no, read. I would not rather read the Dimitri Guide. And do we count that as a book from the Holy See? Do you want a book written by somebody at the Holy See or yeah. set in the Holy See? My goal is to read books set written by someone hmm. from that country. I don't know if many. Yeah, if how many writing people much are officially from the Holy See? How many people? Because well, wouldn't they be born in Italy? Because is there a yeah. hospital in the Holy See? Yeah. I'm pretty sure people have babies. Do they have a birthing ward in the Holy See? I think so. <laughs> I think there's people that work there that aren't priests. True, but would if they needed to go to a hospital, wouldn't they rush them to then a it, hospital in Rome? Surely there's a hospital in the Holy See, but it's not just going to let the Pope go yeah, true, to another hospital, are they? I don't know how many ch- times I'll need a birthing ward suite. Okay, I'm going to Google or, later. They probably use a lot of priests with children that they I don't think hiding. they bring them into the Holy See. Isn't that where they hide them? No. <laughs> yeah, we're going on to weird tangents. We should stop yeah, now. goodbye. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. If you want to support Lost in Translations, please go to patreon.com forward slash translations pod and all money there will help support the show. And please remember to subscribe, and while subscribing, please rate the show. This will help others find the podcast. All our links to social media are in the show notes, and you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Let's See Under Translations Pod. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded on the lands of the Walgarukabar and Bindal people. We acknowledge their ownership of this land and all the traditional owners in Australia and acknowledge their care of the land. This is a Macaulay Flower production.